2: How would it feel to take your show to 3 million plus downloads? Now the best form of learning is learning from others. Avoid the mistakes they made and duplicate their best practices. That is the best way to learn and build your podcast. In this episode, I will share with you the learnings and the mistakes that we did in our journey with the Tastes of India podcast, which has hit 3 million plus downloads. So if you want to start a successful podcast, then all you need to do is just listen to this episode. This is the Podcasting University, and I am Dilip, the host of this show. I'm a podcaster, affiliate marketer, and blogger. And in this show, I talk about simple, practical, and implementable podcasting tips so that you can get started with your own podcast in the simplest and easiest way possible and build it to a successful podcast. So if you're looking to get started with your own podcast then this is a show that you need to tune into and do visit the podcastinguniversity.com for all the show notes and the printable transcript and if you have any questions you can reach out to me using the contact us button there. Hello 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 and welcome to episode number 100 of the podcasting university. Now we have finally hit 100 episodes and at this point I want to take a few minutes out to thank every one of you who supported the show by tuning in every week, sharing and recommending this show to your friends and family. This journey has been incredible and with a lot of learnings and the motivation to keep going has come from you all, the listeners. So keep supporting the show and I will keep coming back with valuable information and tips on podcasting. And like always, if you're new to podcasting and if you want to get started with your own show, then visit the podcastinguniversity.com forward slash free dash guide to join my 10 day free e-course, which will help you get started with your own podcast. And if you find this show valuable and the content that I share, if you find it valuable, then do recommend this show to your social media circles, friends and family who would like to learn more about podcasting. Now, on to today's episode. In this 100th episode, I was planning to share my learnings from our journey in podcasting, producing and releasing, two shows of my own, and a few other shows that we produced for some of our clients. And coincidentally, today I find that the Tastes of India podcast, which is now about 215 odd episodes, it shows up at number 2 in all-time bestsellers in the food category on Apple Podcasts. It was quite an achievement. We never focused on metrics or numbers and hence we very rarely tracked these positions. But thanks to Chartable which keeps sending us this weekly email which told us that the Taste of India podcast has been featured in the number 2 position in all-time bestsellers. So, To be featured at that position was an incredible achievement for us and that made me think why not share our learnings from making the Tastes of India podcast a bestseller podcast with you all so that you can use some of these tips to grow your show and while I do that I will also share some of the mistakes and blunders that we did in this incredible journey which will help you ensure that you are not making any of these mistakes. So let's get into today's episode. Number one, finding your ideal audience. One of the things that worked for us was the fact that we started off with some good knowledge about who our ideal audience was. We were running a blog which was almost about five to six years old and we very well knew our audience, the demographics, their interest, etc. Now this knowledge helped us when we started our podcast. We were catering to the same audience through our show and hence putting together a strategy to promote our show to that audience, it was not as difficult as it could be for somebody who is starting off afresh. But even if you have to put in some time and effort to identify who your ideal audience will be, it is worth the effort. You might not be starting at a point where we were able to start, you might be starting afresh with your podcast but Put in some time, put in some thought to identify who your ideal audience is. This in itself can be huge for the success of your show. Number two, not giving up. Don't fall for all of that advice out there that says podcasting is simple, podcasting is easy, just pick up your phone, start talking and you are a podcaster, etc. Nothing is simple in this world and that's truth. And podcasting is absolutely not easy as it is made to look. There is a lot of effort involved and the returns might not be satisfying at least in the beginning especially if you are not following a proven framework or a strategy. We too had our share of demotivation. For the first four to five months the podcast listenership for the Tastes of India podcast was nothing worth even mentioning. We felt demotivated and felt like quitting, and that too, multiple times. We felt that our content wasn't really resonating with the audience, and the fact that we were competing against video content because recipes were always meant for YouTube made it all the more difficult for us. But we spent time to relook at our promotional strategy, and we felt that we weren't probably doing enough in terms of the promotions for the show. So what we did is we redid the complete promotional strategy, especially focused on Facebook and continued releasing episodes. After about six months, one of the episodes took off and brought in listeners and then there was no looking back. So don't give up. If something is not working, then go back to the drawing board, relook at your strategy and change things that aren't working. But don't give up. Number three maintaining a content repository. You would have heard a lot of podcast experts talking about having a content calendar and batch recording and you would even have heard me talking about all of these aspects. Since we were bloggers, we too had a content calendar in place. It was a no-brainer for us. We had planned out episodes for at least six weeks in advance. But we did a huge mistake which cost us dearly. We weren't really batch recording for the show. We would record at the most maybe two episodes and that too occasionally because this was a monologue kind of a podcast so we were kind of confident that we'll be able to record it anytime since we already have the content calendar in place but that was not to be. There came a time when we had to be out for an emergency and what followed was COVID lockdown and we were stuck at a place for almost around six months. We could only release about four episodes which were there in the repository. And then we were stuck.
1: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com/slash Wondersuite. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number.
2: This was a period when podcasts gained a lot of audience and there were a lot of podcasts that were able to build a lot of audience but we lost audience because we weren't publishing. Keep a content repository and batch record. Especially if you're running a monologue then it makes all the more sense to record as many episodes as possible and keep it as a content repository. This will help you at a time when you don't feel like recording an episode or you're not well, or you have to be out on an emergency. So batch record and keep enough episodes in your content repository. And when you're traveling, take a minimal podcasting setup with you. You never know when you will need it. Number four, don't be afraid to experiment. Knowing what works can take a lot of time. It is not only in podcasting. It is the same with social media, blogging, videos. Everything is about experimenting and finding out what is working. So don't be afraid to experiment. We experimented a lot of things in the Taste of India podcast. Something like introducing a motivational story section, though we were a little skeptical as to how the larger audience would feel. In spite of the fact that this was a feedback that we got from a section of our audience, we were still a little skeptical on how the larger audience would feel about that change. We also changed the frequency from a weekly to a bi-weekly. We experimented with the show title, artwork and even with the content delivery. We tried all of these to see what was working the best for us. And after introducing these changes, we also reached out to our audience to check on how they felt about the changes. And wherever the audience responded in the positive, we ensured that we kept doing that. So, experiment with formats, frequencies, style of discourse, etc., and find what works best. That's the key to succeeding with your show. Number six, unforeseen situations and breaks. As content creators, one of the things that we need to be good at is planning. But, in spite of all the planning that you do, there could be situations where you're forced to take a break. Unforeseen situations, emergency in the family, These are all things that you really cannot plan for. So it is okay if you have to take a forced break. You don't need to sweat in such situations. But what is more important is to come back and get started. The usual tendency after the break is to extend that break a little more because you're not in that groove when you come back. You feel like you will push it to the next week. You will produce and release an episode the next week. Let me take some rest for another week. So these are some of the common feelings that you have when you come back from a break but resist and get started right away. Get started right away once you're back. If you don't do it, you might just end up never doing it. Number seven, building an email list. Our experience with blogging has helped us a lot in podcasting and in building an email list, it is here that it helps us the most. An email list was absolutely non-compromisable for us. We were already building it using our blog and all we had to do was continue to build it by additionally driving the traffic from our podcast, which is what we did from the very beginning of the podcast. We built an email list and ensured that we were sending them regular emails when we released a new episode. What this did is this helped us bring in repeat audience, which in turn helped us grow the show. The email list also helped us get feedback from our audience, which is something that we used to continuously improve the show. So build an email list. If you're not doing it, you're losing a lot in podcasting. This is not compromisable. So go ahead and set things up so that you are able to build an email list with your podcast. Number eight, surveying your audience and taking feedback. One of the things that we podcasters often miss out on is taking feedback from our listeners. We think that podcasting is a one-way discourse or a one-way delivery. We just keep releasing episodes without really listening to what our listeners have to say. Responses to a simple question like are you liking the content or maybe what else would you like to listen to on the show, this can be extremely valuable in improving your show. We regularly surveyed our audience using emails and this was one advantage that we had because we built an email list. And some of the feedback and responses that we received were eye-opening for us. We incorporated a lot of those feedback like including a section on motivational stories or tips on lifestyle, etc. into the show, which helped us grow even further. So ensure that you are talking to your audience and taking their feedback. Number nine, constantly improve. Things in the internet marketing world change at the speed of light. Even before you realize something that was in trend, fall off fashion and something else picks up. So it is important to stay up to date with all of the changes that are happening and constantly improve on your show and yourself. So use newer technologies to simplify your process. Adapt to the changing audience requirements or changing to keep up with the competition. These are all important if you want to survive in this competitive podcasting world. So stay up to date and keep improving. Number 10. Investing in a website and SEO. This is another non-negotiable piece and something that we had a sort of advantage on because we were already blogging almost 38% of our traffic or the new audience comes from search engines. A lot of our blog posts rank on the first page of Google thanks to all of the effort that we had put in to optimize our posts. So these rank on the first page of Google and when people click over and come to this post the first thing that they see is the podcast player and they are compelled to press the play button and listen to the episode. That's a new listener for our show and since our show is engaging and provides the kind of value that this listener is looking for, he or she becomes a listener for life. So the two things that you should spend money on at the least are one, a good microphone and two, a good website. So don't compromise on this. If you want to build an audience, focus on putting together a website for your show and focus on search engine optimization. And 11th and the final one, do it only if you enjoy it. This is the best tip and I kept it for the last content creation, irrespective of what form it is in, isn't easy. It can be extremely taxing on you and if you don't plan well and don't plan things, keeping in mind your resources, then you will soon burn out and eventually quit. So to succeed in content creation, it is important that you enjoy it. You need to enjoy the process. If you don't, then you will be pushing yourself every week to create and one day you will eventually quit because you just don't have the fuel to keep pushing anymore. So if at any point you feel like your podcast has become a chore and that you're pushing yourself to record and release an episode, then stop. Take a step back and ask yourself if it is really something that you want to keep doing. And if the response is even a 10% no, then look for other things that you really enjoy doing. There is no harm in quitting something that you're not really enjoying. So, I hope that those 11 tips that I shared from our Success with the Taste of India podcast will help you start and run a successful podcast. If you have any questions around this, then visit thepodcastinguniversity.com forward slash hundred and drop in your questions there in the comment box and I will respond to each of that. You can also reach out to me using the contact us button on podcastinguniversity.com. And I will respond to all of your questions there. That is all that I have for this episode. I hope you enjoyed the tips that I shared in this episode. And if you did, then don't forget to recommend this show to your social media circles, family and friends. You can listen to this show on almost all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Amazon Prime Music. So pick your favorite platform and give it a listen in there. If you're on Good Pods, then I would love for you to subscribe to the show and rate this show there because it helps in other people discovering this show. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please consider subscribing to the show there and rating the show there. That is all that I have for this episode. I will be back again in the next episode with another valuable information around podcasting. Until then, keep listening to the Podcasting University. This is goodbye from Dilip. You all have a wonderful rest of the day. And don't forget to keep supporting us.